everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Yo, y'all remember this bar? Dog, I think it was, dang, this mug was 11 years ago. Seen a light-skinned with his brains blown out at the same liquor store that Blake hangs out. Now, this is not a tape recorder saying that he did it, but ever since that day, I was looking at him different. That was Brookwood Rose, not. Anyway, that's an old school Kendrick bar. But it expresses how the hood got secrets and they often are the worst kept secrets like we all know so why don't nobody say nothing well it's the fear of the clapback hood politics y'all what up what up what up welcome back to another episode of hood politics where we go through some sort of hot take or issue happening in our political sphere, local and geo, and try to help you get your brain around it. So, yeah, I know President Biden stood up and said, I'm going to acknowledge the Armenian genocide. And then it was really a big deal because I know Surge from um, System of a Down was on the news. And if you anywhere around 15 year radius of my age, then if Surge says something, it's law because search can do no wrong system of a down can do no wrong i don't care what nobody say he got up and acknowledged it and Serge was like yo i'm really happy i hope this is the beginning of some healing but maybe you asked the same question i asked where i was like why is this a big deal we all knew it happened i want to talk today about the armenian genocide let me help you understand what's going on in here there's an importance in inner city living that pretending has. Pretending is necessary. Pretending like we don't know what happened. And a lot of that has to do with our just longstanding understanding of just kind of minding your own business. And minding your own business is 
a safety precaution. It's self-preservation. Oftentimes, you hear some drama happening next door or or down the street or some rival hoods or somebody got beef with somebody. Your best bet is to just stay out of it because you're not trying to catch no strays. You don't want to inherit somebody else's beef. You know, you be in the club, somebody recognize you as being affiliated with this fool. All of a sudden, now you in some static. Like, sometimes, man, look, I ain't sign up for all that. That's you on your own, homie. I'm finna slide, you know. So there's a lot of staying out of it that kind of happened. And it's staying out of it, like I said, is a calculation. It's self-preservation. It's like I just, <laughs> I don't know nothing. I ain't see nothing. Which is not necessarily the snitching rule. Because snitching has much more to do with whether you were signed up for this gang life or not. You know, if you're not signed up for this, snitching don't count. The old lady that testifies that she saw baby Duloc and Lil Lunch Meat on the corner. I do know a dude named Lil Lunch Meat. On the corner, she's not snitching. That's a civilian. She's not snitching. She just lives here. It don't count. Now, if you signed up for that life and you up there testifying, oh, you knew the rules. You you know better. You signed up for this. You done broke a cardinal law. That's different. I'm talking about staying out of it. I'm also talking about the fact that, like, listen, you know good and well who broke it to your house. <laughs> you know good and dog all well who stole your bike. You know exactly. You know who shot that fool. You know who robbed it. We all know it's the worst kept secret, but everybody knows to just kind of shut up and pretend and a lot of times the question if you can like kind of snap out of the simulation and just kind of be like well why why is we pretending i mean we all why are we all not saying what we all know this is so silly we all looking at each other and we both know what happened this is so silly it's just pretending is important and it's important mainly for fear of the clap back (laughs) you can't have nobody clap back I guess I should pause here and say, what is a clap back? When people start making fun of each other, that's called clapping. You know what I'm saying? Clap actually came from the sound of a gun. When you pull back the hammer and it hits the thing, it's called the clap. You make a gun clap. Same thing as making your booties clap, right? So make it clap. It's the clap, right? But when somebody shoots back, that's clapping back. So when you shoot back with a gun, yo, we're going to clap back. But when you shoot back with the joke, like when you roasting somebody, yo, that's the clap back. There was memes going around during the holidays a few years back about the Thanksgiving and Christmas clapbacks. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you start dissing an auntie and an auntie got something to say to you back. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, your auntie say, hey, I heard your grades were struggling. You know, shakes her head and you like, uh, like that button holding your jeans together. <laughs> Here another one, your auntie like, yo, why you mismatching your socks? And you like, why your kids got mismatched dads? <laughs> it's the clap back. So you better not bring nothing up unless you ready. You feel me? You ready for the clap back? You shut your mouth. You ain't ready for no clap back. Now, these are funny ways to talk about something very serious. I want to talk about the Armenian genocide. I'm going to today give you a history as to what that is. And I'm trying to answer a few questions that I know I've always had to where I'm like, like, why is this a thing that's so hard to acknowledge? Like, why is everyone on edge about something we obviously knew happened? If you driving down the 60 freeway 
right outside of East Los Angeles, right before you get into Montebello, there's a monument for the Armenian genocide. But it's such a big deal. Every time, you know, we get a new president, they talk about acknowledging the Armenian genocide and why that's such a big deal. And then they threaten to do it. You know, it was Ronald Reagan who first called it a genocide, right? And then every president since is like, oh, I'm going to acknowledge it. Oh, I'm going to say it happened, right? And Turkey like, don't you say it. Don't you say that. Don't you say that. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, we all know it happened. Why, why, why is everybody pretending like this ain't go down? What's the basis? Why not just admit it? Why is it such a big deal? Why is Turkey like... Y'all ain't allowed to say this. Don't nobody say this happened. It's like, fool, it happened. Like, we all know. What are you talking about? Why is Turkey so hell-bent to stop everybody from acknowledging it? And why is we so scared to say the obvious? What's the basis? Why don't you just admit it? I think there's three reasons. And the main one is the fear of the clapback. Clapback. Now, before I get into the other two or even express what I mean by the clapback, let me give you a little history as to like what the Armenian genocide is. Now, this is taking place around World War One, okay, like 1914-ish. We're talking about the Ottoman Empire here. What had happened was there was this political movement called the Young Turks, right? And they were worrying about the Turkification of the Ottoman Empire, right? What that means is like Turkey for Turks. And I don't know if any of that sounds familiar. America for Americans. You know what I'm saying? Just this like strong nationalist push, right? And then just like the Nazis, they had to turn, we need to solve the Armenian problem. Oh, gosh. Just like they had the Jewish problem. Whenever you get that phrase, it's just like, it's all bad. They were saying that Turkey has too many of these Christian Armenian people. Remember like the Ottoman Empire is a Muslim empire, right? So in 1914 on April 24th, the Ottoman like military rounded up the Armenian gentry and just deported them. So when I say the gentry, I mean like these are like the educated, the well-to-do people of their community, right? They just rounded them up and was just like, deuces y'all gotta go then they went into the villages out in these rural communities and just like straight up burnt the villages down this mug like you like this happened you know what i'm saying just burnt the mug down they imprisoned the men resistors were killed and the rest were rounded up on this train and just dropped off in the syrian desert just left to die i mean it's unthinkable. I, the way that I'm saying this is clearly not doing it justice. Like, this was horrible. And if you know any Armenians now, like, the the trauma still sitting in their bones. Like, this was, I, it, it, it was awful. Just dropped off in the desert. Just everybody. There's no way to, like, know how many people actually died in this. It's disputed. Like, the Armenians say, 1.5 million people died. Now, the Turkish government is like, ah, it's more like 300,000, as if that's any better. But anyway, Turkey during this time was making this calculation. 
And they ended up clicking up with Germany. So they was on the Axis side of World War One. Now, history is the greatest teacher. Obviously, that was a gross miscalculation. <laughs> they have regretted that decision. Because right after that, once they lost and we started forming the League of Nations, all the international tribunals, uh, y'all committed some crimes against humanity. You, you, uh, you got to deal with this, right? So the leaders of, so there was three main Pashas. Well, Pasha is like a title phrase. I don't want to try to say their, their names because I don't want to, I don't be disrespectful. But either way, it's three guys that are going to have to answer to these international courts about these crimes against humanity. And these dudes, they were sentenced to death because like these are crimes against humanity, Right. And y'all gotta die. After, this was after they lost World War I. Them fools escaped. And them three dudes bounced. Homies skipped town. They was in Russia. They was in Germany. Gone. In the wind. And when they was hiding in Germany, that's when the story started getting spun about like, yo, this was justifiable homicide. Like, hold up, man. They was doing this. They was protecting their nation. And you could see how Germany is like spinning this story because they getting their own story together about like, well, I mean, this is what we was doing over here. We was just protecting the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, we was getting ran out of our own businesses. I see I see you, Turkey. Like, y'all was doing the same thing, man. No, I get why y'all had to do that. You was, you, you was protecting your block. Right? Right? And then eventually there was this thing called the Operation Nemesis where basically since Armenians was like, look, y'all not going to do shit. Remember what I told you about that? Shut the fuck up. Y'all not going to do shit. Right. So since nobody was doing shit, they were like, OK, we need to take this into our own hands. So they ran up to America, ran up to some other of the uh, uh, ally powers. And they was like, look, doc, we put them on trial. Them niggas escaped. They got away with it. What we going to do? And then so we was like, all right, well green light nigga go get your dude right so this guy Ted Lirion ended up killing I mean point blank styles like bullet under the ear nigga ran up on him and was like my bike punk like murdered this fool and then this Pasha's body he got he got murked in Germany in Berlin because he was hiding out there the German government like flew this dude back to Turkey and was like calling this man like a hero and at the whole time like the Armenians are like nigga hero he's a fugitive the hell are y'all talking about? Right? <laughs> what is you talking about? So all of us know that this happened. So why not just take it on the chin? I'll tell you after the break. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. So... What's the big deal? Why not just acknowledge what we already knows happens? One would sometimes maybe like flash to like the Holocaust deniers, but like it's okay. Their answer is obvious. You know what I'm saying? Because they like that one's easy. That's that's stupid. But why would we just kind of like how you got monuments off the side of the road? And, but then won't like formally acknowledge And Who cares whether you formally acknowledge it or not? It happened. You know what I'm saying? You ever broke up with somebody and the other person don't think y'all broken up? Like, I don't care what you say. Like, (laughs) we not together. You understand what I'm saying? Number one, the answer for why you don't say who broke into these houses, why you don't acknowledge what the hood already knows, worst kept secret, is fear of the clapback. What would be the clapback if America acknowledges the genocide of the Armenians by Turkey. Well, Turkey gave one clap back already. Turkish president looked at camera in both of his eyes and he was like, we'll acknowledge this genocide if America acknowledges what they did to the Native Americans. Woohoo! <laughs> That's a clap back, cuz. Look. <laughs> Listen, when you in the hood, nobody hands clean. You understand what I'm saying? So before you start saying, hey, didn't you break into this fool's house? They could be like, hey, didn't you rob that nigga last week? So before you start talking, you want me to shut up? I, then you need to shut up. Sh- I'll acknowledge this, nigga, when you acknowledge that. <laughs> I'll acknowledge this when you start talking about the atrocities. Nigga, what's up with the? Oh, you want to talk genocide, cuz? You want to talk genocide? It's entire tribes that don't exist. You want to talk genocide, big homie? You want to talk atrocities? When you finna pay reparations? I think it's best you leave us to our own devices and mind your own business. Who you think you dealing with? Woo. Fear the clap back, big homie. You better (laughs) shut your mouth. (laughs) There was one time a while back when Pope Francis actually called the 
Armenian genocide, the first genocide in the 20th century. Everybody know about the Jew one. And he was like, yo, Pope Francis was like, nah, that was the first genocide. Turkey reacted to that. Turkey, I'm going to quote it. Turkey recalled its Vatican ambassador and accused the Pope of having discriminated about people's suffering. The Pope overlooked the atrocities that the Turks and Muslims have suffered in World War I and only highlighted the Christian suffering, especially that of the Armenian people. That's what the Turkish foreign minister said. Foreign minister said, I got this from a BBC article about uh, these wars in Europe during this time. Now, I think, again, that's super interesting because he looking at he's like, man, that's real convenient. It's real convenient that you. Yeah, I mean, it seemed it seemed pretty easy for you to acknowledge what happened to them Christians. But you ain't got nothing to say about when our Muslim family was wiped out. You ain't got nothing to say about that. You could stretch that to right now. It's like, oh, that's interesting. You got all this juice. You got all this smoke. You know what I'm saying? All this wolfing you doing about Israeli uh, living conditions. You ain't got nothing to say about the Palestinians, though. That's interesting, fam. You seem to have select, <laughs> select hearing and remembrance of atrocities. It sounded to me like, you know what I'm saying? You afraid of that clapback. You better shut your mouth because those who live in glass houses should not throw stones. We all know that one, homie. You afraid of the clapback. It's best you shut your mouth because you got blood on your hands too. And also for a long time, America's stance was like I said, what we do in the hood. You mind your own business. Look, I wasn't over there. I don't know no, but look, I'm cool with both of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like I, we got we got Armenians here. We got Turks here. Look, look, that's y'all's beef. I don't want to be in the middle of that, right? Look, I need to be cool with both of y'all. Like, I need y'all both. So America kind of took a position for a long time. Like, look, this is none of our business. Here's the problem with that, though. You seem to find your business. <laughs> you seem to find a lot of other shit around the world is your business. I, I think that's, I mean, was Kuwait your business? Was Venezuela your business? Were the Contras your business? Was Nicaragua your, your business? Niggas Syria? Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan, was any of that your business? Why all of a sudden this ain't your business? You got to be careful, fam. Watch out for that clapback. I mean, the same thing happened in the hood. Well, I man, I stay out of that. Oh, word, you stayed out of that. That's interesting. Okay, you afraid of that clapback. Number two. I think another thing that happened is here is you could get hit with the well technically. That 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 shit happened in the hood all the time, where it's just like, well, technically, you know, uh, he ain't really had no business walking down the street anyway, you know. And I mean, well, I mean, I shot him, but like, well, I mean, well, technically, I ain't kill him. You know what I'm saying? Like the hood killed him. That wasn't me though. I mean, well, technically, he tried to rob us, and I just clapped it back. Well, technically. The word genocide didn't exist until after Article 2 of the U.N. Convention on Genocide in 1948. This happened in 1914. This is a long time ago. And it describes genocide as carrying out acts intended to destroy in whole or part a national, ethnic, racial, or religious group. They like, that's not what we was doing. Wasn't organized. It's like, listen, what had happened was <laughs> we was beefing with these fools for a long time. Y'all stepped into a local thing y'all don't understand. And genocide 
implies premeditation, orchestration. So so they was like, listen, we ain't orchestrate this thing. This just kind of happened. And it's not like we're trying to wipe them off out the face of the earth. Like this wasn't it wasn't like that. We just ain't want them here. And they're like, yeah, we will admit that we committed atrocities. But the idea that this was like a systematic approach to like destroy Christian Armenians, they're like, nah, this was war. We was like a whole lot of turmoil. And Turkey said like mad Muslim Turks like died in this war to which a lot of us are saying, nigga, what war? What are you talking about? What war are you talking about? But they could hit us with a, what had happened was we'll see y'all wasn't there. You know, when technically, no, don't get me wrong. No, okay, now listen, then listen, 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 listen. I slapped the shit out of this nigga. I know that. But like, y'all ain't get the whole picture though. You know, you wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't it ain't what he's saying. It's not how they saying it. You feel me? Nah, nah, I hit him. You know, so they like, look, yeah, okay, so, okay, we did this shit. But it's not like y'all saying. Like, it ain't no, gen- first of all, genocide didn't even exist. It wasn't even a word. How you finna call this? That's not a thing. They can hit you with a well, technically. I mean, are they right? I mean, to which I think, well, we didn't know what the word vitamin was until modern age. But it's not like vitamins didn't exist, that they weren't inside of our food and keeping us alive. Just because we ain't call it a vitamin ain't mean that wasn't what it was. Oops. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. And thirdly, which I also think is probably one of the most powerful ones, which is, oh, but y'all need me. Turkey can always say that. Y'all need me. 
So the U.S. government has, I mean, they held back for decades because Turkey is the second biggest military power in NATO. Nigga, they got guns. And even though the U.S. hosts the largest Armenian diaspora after Russia, like they talk about like over, over a million, we still kind of need Turkey. So when Kendrick said, listen, I'm not going to tell you that blank, which sounded like James because it reminds with uh, brains. Anyway, he's like, I'm just going to look at y'all different. What we learned from that is, oh, they shoot. They not afraid to pull triggers. Them niggas got the blickies. They got them things. I need y'all to stay on my side. Because if it gets hot over here, would you rather have on your side the hunter or the hunted? I'm just saying it's strategy. And Turkey can always say that to the U.S. Like, oh, no, nah, nigga, you need us. Look around where we are. Niggas don't really like you over here anyway. So if you're going to be good over here, if you're going to keep your hood pass in the Middle East, nigga, you better shut your mouth. Be careful now. Everybody hands ain't clean. Remember, I can clap back. I can hit you on a technicality. But more importantly, I pull triggers because and you need me over here because niggas don't like you on this side of town. So before you start blabbing the obvious, I need you to remember, nigga, you need us. I think the last question I would ask is like, so what's in it for Turkey, though? Y'all not the Ottoman Empire no more. Why don't you just take it on the chin? Here's what my hood antennas would pick up on. They took a major L in World War I. I don't think you understand how large the Ottoman Empire was. I don't think we really understand, like, what was happening in Turkey in, from 1400s on. Like, that was the, the Muslim world was the center of all progression. All progress, libraries, science, math, art, literature, they dethroned Rome. Like, let's, okay, are we like remembering this? Constantinople became Istanbul. Istanbul was Constantinople. Like, they, they t like, are y'all, this is their glory days. Man, y'all just Google Averroes. Like, you know that big painting when Logic made his album cover and it was the painting of, like, the School of Athens? There's a dude over there in a the corner in a turban. That's Averroes. Do not sleep on the Ottoman Empire. I know we Westerners over here, you don't learn much about, like, Muslim culture. But listen, I tell you, one or two things happen different in America, a Muslim country. Listen, do not sleep on the Ottoman Empire. Y'all don't understand how boss moves the Ottoman Empire was. This was a major L. Because them niggas don't lose. They haven't lost in a long time. So would you want to admit it? Because that's an unraveling of your mythology. You really trying to unravel your mythology like that? And I mean, as a historian, again, everybody take L's. Nobody's hands are clean. Just like in the hood, everybody take L's. And anyone can get touched. Were you really trying to unravel your mythology? Remember, they got away with it. 
the dudes that did it went into hiding. They got away. And then they backed the wrong horse because Germany fell. So your big homies, like, they gone. You really trying to go down with those fools? You really trying to be remembered in history, the two largest crimes against humanity in the 20th century? You really trying to be on that list? I mean, I'm not. Biggest L of the world. <laughs> I ain't trying to be on that list. So anyway, a lot of times you make moves, you're afraid of that clap back. And at the end of the day, look, as crooked, as gangster, as wild as somebody is, if you ain't good over there, if you ain't good in that hood, you ain't got no pass, you need some homies on that side of town. Oh, we need Turkey. Because we ain't good in the Middle East. Except for maybe the Saudis. That's because we be selling them guns. Anyway, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying it's hood. Because after all, politics, it's just gangbanging in nice suits. Y'all, this mug was recorded and edited by me, Propaganda, right here in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles. Y'all can follow me at Prop Hip Hop on all the socials. You can follow the Hood Politics Pod itself at Hood Politics Pod, where we be trying to make takes on stuff that aren't really big enough for a whole episode, but definitely needs a little bit of clarity. This mug was scored, edited, mixed, and mastered by the one and only Headlights. Y'all go follow my dog, Matt Oswowski. I still don't know how to say his name. I'm glad he changed it to Headlights. Follow him on his socials at Headlights underscore music. Telling you here all these new other fly tracks this fool be making. And the theme music was done by the one and only Gold Tips, Gold Tips, DJ Sean P. Y'all remember, every time you check in, politics, y'all, is just gang-banging in nice suits. Shouts to iHeartMedia for making this happen. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. 
To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.